So you bought rental properties so they can create more time and financial freedom, but the problem is you're spending a lot of time managing the properties. How do we automate our properties so that it's creating more time instead of costing it? How do we as landlords protect our investments, our time and our progress so that we can scale our portfolio? That's the question we're going to answer in this podcast. My name is Sam Kwok and this is the Landlording Automated Podcast. And we are live, everybody. Welcome back to 1130 AM Central, where we're going to be doing our uh, live uh, landloading problem solving section. So as you guys know, uh, we're going to be going live every single day, 1130 to 12 PM Central to solve your landlord problems. And you know, what's there a better time to do it than do it now, right? With this whole coronavirus pandemic. So let's go and get started, guys. Um, and what I'm going to do is for those that have a landlord problem right now, I'm going to go and throw a link down in the comment section below where you can jump in on Zoom and we can actually have a conversation about your potential problem and we'll, we'll help you solve that problem. So if you guys are watching this on, on Facebook right now, if you guys are uh, looking at the Facebook feed and you guys are wondering, how do I talk to Sam? Uh, what's better? I mean, you, I guess you could leave your comments down below to describe your problem, but I actually want to have a conversation with you. I want to be able to talk to you, hear you, and hear the frustration or emotion that, that is involved with the problem that you're dealing with. And I'll be going live every day whether there is a problem or not. So I, I want to make sure there, there's consistency and showing up and helping you guys as much as possible. Oh, just little news, by the way. Uh, we are moving. We're moving to a bigger office. So right now we're at a thousand square feet office. We're moving to a 3000 square feet office. So we can see we, we're tripling in size. Very exciting, which means we're going to have a bigger studio as well. So uh, Nick, our uh, executive producer and I, we're talking about like pretty much revamping the whole entire wall. We might actually end up buying three more of these TVs so we can make like a little grid. And uh, yeah, it's super exciting. We're going to be moving and the move-in date right now, the proposed move-in date is August 5th. So starting August, you may start seeing a little bit of, I guess, an upgrade to our studio. Uh, it's going to be very, very exciting. Dennis says, good morning. Good morning, brother, man. I, I, I haven't seen you in a while ever since the pandemic. So man, this pandemic has definitely stopped us from doing live events and things like that. So anyhow, um, yeah. So with that being said, uh, lots of lots of things happening today. I don't know if you guys saw the YouTube video that we just published about an hour ago, uh, but the Heels Act is on the table right now on the Senate floor, and it's going to be debated. I don't know if it's going to get passed this week. I hope so because a lot of people need help, and and ultimately this benefits us, the landlords, right? I know you guys are. I know most of you guys are not a big fan of government spending. So am I. I'm not a big fan of gov massive government spending, but um, this does impact us as a, as a landlord because. If our tenants are doing well, if our tenants have assistance, then if they can pay their rent, that helps us out as well. And I know there are a few handful of jerk tenants that even though they're getting an assistance or they might be getting help or they have enough money, they, they're still not going to pay rent because of, I don't know, for our reasons. With that being said, whatever's happening with the HEALS Act will and can help us. So we have to pay attention to it. We have to see what's going on. It's a big thing right now. It's happening as a current event. So HEALS Act is on the table. Now, you might be asking, what is on the HEALS Act? Uh, the direct $1,200 check will be made available to uh, pretty much everyone. Same thing uh, we've seen in CARES Act. Um, the caveat, obviously, is if you're making more than $75,000 as a single filer, then your $1,200 check kind of tapers off. Uh, if you're making more than $150,000 as married or joint filer, the $1,200 check tapers off. So if you're making less than $75,000 or making less than $150,000 as a married or joint filer, you'll get the full $1,200 check with the stimulus direct payment. Um, also, $500 per dependent. So if you have kids, 
you get 500 bucks. Uh, and also this time around with the, with the HEALS Act, what they're proposing is that there's no age gap or age cap when it comes to the dependent claiming a dependent for the $500 check. So if your dependent is 23 years old, you get a college kid living with you and you claim that person as a dependent, uh, you still get the $500. With the CARES Act, it was 17 years old or less. So uh, there's a little bit of update to the HEALS Act. But anyways, guys, uh, I, I want to be able to jump in to be, be able to help you uh, help your landlord problem. So here's, we got Tim Jensen on the line. Hey, Tim, can you hear me? Yeah. Awesome. All right, Tim. So uh, I think we've had an interaction before. I, I, I recognize your name. Yeah. Well, I, I've posted. I've been to a landlord uh, for a long time. Yeah. 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 And, yeah you know, and actually, this one just came up. Um, okay. I, I mentioned I had a tenant that willfully has not been paying. He has yeah. the money. He actually showed me the money. Right. He didn't he got mad because I quote, he didn't like how I talked to him. Sure. Um, and he finally, you know, I can't evict him. He finally told me the other day he's going to be leaving. And I'm debating on, um, do I find out where he moves to and sue him in oh, small Yeah. <laughs> I know he has a job. He has a good job. Yeah. I'm just debating, you know, do, do I leave it, let it go? Or do I just, you know, say, okay, buddy, if you want to be nasty, I can be nasty. What was the damage on, on, on what, what do you think the estimated damage is? From, from oh, that. it's not a lot. It's like twelve hundred bucks. Oh, okay. It, it, it's more of a principal thing. <laughs> yeah. It's so uh, you know, I'll give you, I guess, two schools of thought on this, right? And really, it's it's it comes down to my dark side and my light side, right? Um, <laughs> yep. Right. It's it's what it is. And ultimately, I want to choose the light side because you know, at the end of the day, you know, being a man of faith, I I also want to exercise the power to forgive people, right? But at the same time, I think there's there's also a way in injustice, right? What is fair and what is right, but at the same time. It, I, it's, I think, actually, yeah. it's not even, as you were saying, the light and the darkness, and, right. it, and that's what I use quite, because um, there is a constant battle in us. Right, right. Light and dark. And just as you were saying that, you know what, I, ultimately, at the end of the day, what's stopping him from doing this to somebody else in the yeah. future? And, and I can withstand the blow, financial right. blow. Not like I need the $1,200, and I'm not bragging or anything. I just, I don't need it. But, you know, I guess what's the old, what, you know, for bad to flourish, good men have to sit there and do nothing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Right, right. And maybe it might even be where, okay, fine, I'll go after him. If I get the 1200 bucks, give it to charity. But just, you know, so that he can understand, look, this is not how you treat people. Yeah. I think there's a way of doing both, right? I think there's a way <laughs> of uh, loving that person, despite the fact of what, what he's he or she has done to you. Uh, I think there's a, there's a way of achieving both um, loving that person and wishing that person well and wishing that person to do better, to be a better person, right. Uh, in the future. I think that's, that's all, that's what we want. Right. I mean, we can't force that on that person, right. We can't force like, you know, we can't force Hitler to, to have like not killed 6.5 million Jews. Right. We, we would have wished them better, but I think there's also a balance between what's right and just and acting out of justice, but also not going beyond to the point where we want to, we want to completely kill that person. Right. So I think there's a way of loving that person and, and still saying, Hey, you've done terrible things to me, but I forgive you. I wish you well, hope you become a better person, a human being in the future. But at the same time, making sure that that person doesn't go out and stab someone else. Right. Mm -hmm. So I, I think there's also another layer to that, which is not wasting your time and precious resource in doing this. So, so I guess if you want to draw like a Venn diagram, right, there's one circle that's, Hey, let's protect our resources and time and energy so that we're not like spending all of our time and energy trying to get 
at that person. There's also mm-hmm. another circle where we want to do good for that person make sure that that person becomes a better human. But at the same time, there's another circle where it says, hey, we want to ensure that this person doesn't go out there and do more damage. Or, you know, this person, you know, sees... Uh, a lot of a lot of justice. So what's in that middle, I think, is making sure that other landlords don't get hurt. We don't go beyond, I guess, acceptable form of quote unquote justice. And I think doing so would be just simply putting them on a collection account. And there, there's <coughs> collection companies that do that. If they sign the lease, they have not paid, then you can turn it over to collection and voila, they'll have a yeah, collection. That, that's normally what I do. This was a unique property. I purchased it yeah. directly from the bank. Mm. And when he moved in, yeah, you know, he lived there well over a year and okay. he never wanted to sign a lease. And I didn't, I don't have the information to actually, uh, Okay. I, if I had a social security number, that's exactly. And that's what I do. Yeah. 90% of the time, well, probably maybe 20% because 80% of the time, most of the people, most people want to pay. Sure. And most people do, do the right thing. Yeah. I, you know, they, they, you know, they may have a bad situation. It's one thing if someone loses their job, they said, there's no point in putting your, you know, your foot on their throat when they're down. Right. You, know, you can just say, okay, you can't pay. Why don't you just move? And, and yeah. We'll call it a day. Yeah. And honestly, at that point, if there's nothing you can do, I think you kind of have to say farewell and go. Right. I think the, the, the biggest thing that puts a, puts a toll on us. And this is not even a landlord issue. This is more of a personal kind of a, I guess more of a, do you accept this as a business decision or do you accept this as a personal vendetta decision, right? Being that this is a business, I would say, hey, just, you know what? Wave goodbye, sayonara and move on, right? And hope that person becomes a better human being in the future. So I, I think part of the focus is let that person go, eat the cost and let's move on. Fortunately, that's the, the price of being a landlord. I think you and I know that, right? Um, yeah, been and you've been around been for a while. It. I've been doing this longer than you've been on the planet. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. So, I mean, and it just, you know, but it's always, and actually what, you know, what I think is really important and this is for people listening. How old are you? Like 26? I'm 20, 27. And it's funny that many landlords I've been, yeah, I've been doing this longer than you've been on this planet. But the thing is, is that doesn't mean I can't learn something from you. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. I mean, but, but a lot of people, older people who think, okay, well, you know, what does he know? Yeah. You, you know, I have more experience than you. Yes. But that doesn't mean I can't learn something from you because you have a completely fresh new perspective. And I would say this, you know, Asia doesn't care how good of a person you are, right? You could be a 60 year old and be a complete jerk, right? And same thing with a 28 year old, you can be a complete a-hole and be 28 same thing being 60. So, and and I'll I'll challenge you and I I would challenge pretty much any landlord uh, with this, but how, how mature are you to be able to stick to a policy? right? How, how willingly are you willing to grab on to being principle driven more than, hey, this tenant left me a really bad taste in my mouth and I'll make sure to throw some sand in their eyes. So I, I think this is more of, this is coming from more of a non-technical decision, but this, I think this is pretty much, hey, what is your decision? Are you going to burn some fuel to be able to get at this person or will you burn fuel to get somewhere, right? Exactly. To move forward, right? Yeah. I, I'll, like, like I said, I'll expend a little energy, but I'm not going <laughs> to, you know what I mean? I, Right. I probably at the end of the day will just say, you know what? Thank you for moving out. I don't appreciate, yeah. you know, how, how how you acted. Hopefully, you treat your next landlord better. Yeah, and at, at the end of the day, that's in a way a good thing. But they they actually left, right? Most most well, tenants you know, want to stick around. In the process of leaving. Yeah. Yeah, but and I have the place sold, so I'll be okay. done with it. Yeah, soon enough. Um, but okay, awesome. Yeah, I, as I said, I, and you know what I'll do when it's all said and done. 
I'll post something on the Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's not you, but I think it's like a lot of the amateur landlords, you know, they get, they get shell shocked by these types of things, right? They're, you know, you get a tenant not paying and, you know, they want to sue you and all of a sudden, oh my gosh, like, like now all of a sudden the, the amateur landlord has this like personal vendetta to, to get after them, right? Which unfortunately shouldn't be the case, right? Just move on, right? Stick to policy. I often like to say, this is more of a personal development statement, but I often like to say, if you can't make that kind of decision with this one single tenant, then you, won't, you can't make that kind of decision with thousand tenants or hundred tenants. That's be more reasonable, I guess. So, if you're having a hard time making that level of decision in terms of sticking to policy, just moving on, make a, big, make a business decision. If you're unable to make that decision as a landlord with just one property, you're going to have a heck of a time trying to manage 100 units or at least dealing with that 20. level of decisions. Or, or, or even 20. 20. Right. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Don't get me, you know, and I've been doing this a long time. Yeah. It got me mad. You know, when he shows you the money I have, but I'm not going to give it to you. And then I remember I came home and I was really annoyed and my wife, and at the end of the day, I realized, like you said, am I going to let this guy, and it's $1,200 in yeah, the grand scheme of things. It's, it's not, at that point it was 400 or 800, whatever it was, but, but anyways, yeah. yeah. And it, and then I just let it go. And yeah. then, you know, I just, I'm going to sell the place and then boom, you know, he'll move when he moves. If he doesn't move, he's the, the new landlord's problem. I I guess. Yeah. And and with the whole eviction moratorium right now, actually the federal moratorium ended July 25th, which was last week. And um, there there could be another moratorium that's being introduced, but I know Illinois, I know you're in Illinois. uh, There's a moratorium still effect. I believe to August 4th is is the date. No, I think it's the end of August. Is it on the end of August? Okay. So, um, yeah, I, I have my little group. I, um, yeah, I think it's the end of August. Okay. Yeah, for know. some reason, I, I saw August 4th somewhere, and right? it must be a different state. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I can, I can look. Yeah, and I, I believe you. Uh, and, and either way, I, there, I have a feeling there's going to be a federal eviction moratorium introduced as the, as the HEALS Act is being debated right now between... Uh, okay, yeah. It, it states that no new eviction proceeding can, can be filed through August 22nd, 2020. Right. Yep. That's, that's, that's as of six days ago. Right. Um, but I, I don't know if you realize there, there's a few landlords that are actually suing the governor. Mm-hmm. So saying, look, you know, you can't, you can't have this moratorium and, and what have you. And, and the really, the, the scary thing about it is imagine if you, imagine if you had a tenant dealing drugs or being so incredibly disruptive, if you own multi-units mm-hmm. and you can't get them out. Right. And, and, you know, that, that's the, that's the risk of, uh, you know, but I don't know about you, but most of my residents have been fine. Yeah. 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 I think, thank, thank the Lord. I have not dealt with uh, an evil tenant yet. Well, I have some evil tenant stories from a while ago, but I've learned to, I've learned to quell those uh, very quickly, but yeah, it, it, we, we live in a very interesting time. You know, we don't know what's going to happen in the next few months, other than the fact that we have a stimulus package on the table. Hopefully that would help some of our tenants. And I know most, like you said, most are good tenants. I'd say 80, 85% are good hearted tenants. They want to do the right thing. They know it's reasonable. It's just that mm-hmm. small minority of people that are like gung hos you know, and I'll say the word socialist about you know, like, oh, like landlords are the scum of the earth, you know, they're parasites or whatever. You know, I hear that all the time. So and, and one thing um, for, for the other folks listening, I believe beginning in the beginning of August, mm-hmm go to the Illinois IDHA, Illinois Department of Housing Authority, or whatever it is, 
there's supposed to be a program where the tenants can get up to $5,000 cash hmm. to repay their, to get caught up on back rent. And the check goes directly to the landlord. It doesn't so go to the- So is that tenant. Illinois specific? Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, we have, um, have to pay attention to that. And I know this is more of a nationwide group, so um, we'll, have to, we'll have to see what other, other states do. But if Illinois does opt into that, that'd, that'd be very interesting. And, and, and I talked to my banker friend about it. And, and, and anybody listening in other states, you know, you might want to look, Google it, go to your state's how, you know, housing authority. Right. Um, and what have you, but it begins August and there's only there's like $150 million. And if every person took five grand, it, it'll help 30,000 tenants out. Yeah, that's something. So, so you might wanna, you know, I'm gonna wait till it opens. And I have, a, mm -hmm. I have two tenants that are behind a month. I mean, they, they skipped a month, but they've been paying and that'll be a nice way to get them caught up. For sure. Yeah, and the biggest thing is, you know, we got to get the, the velocity money back into play. And what I mean by velocity money is how quickly people are spending and getting the money circulated. I think a lot of people are, are, are afraid, then they're, hold, they're, they're holding on to cash, right? Mm -hmm. um, that's part of it. And I, I think um, the next stimulus check or whatever uh, stimulus, whether it's state or federal, should somewhat mandate or have that provision in place where money has to circulate fast enough to, to be able to get the economy back where it used to be. So we'll see how. Well, there's a guy, I think he, he said, we're going to have a modified square root recovery. Mm. A guy named Jason Hartman. But, okay. um, but, any, but anyways, yeah, I, I think, I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm even holding on to cash. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm guilty as charged too. I got, I got, <laughs> I got several, several. Uh, yeah, I, I won't say the amount, but I've, I've plenty. Uh, you have a sizable amount. Yes, I do. And, and yeah, I, it's, it's a good chunk. <laughs> yeah, and I was looking at my bank balance, but like you said, you you don't know what's going to happen, and right. you you don't want to be, you know, caught with uh, with your pants down for lack of a for better sure. word. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and I know that, you know, a lot of starting landlords, I think it's really important to have a cushion mm -hmm. because I remember I had a flood and knock out a complete wall of the basement yeah. and my insurance didn't cover it. And I had to, Sheesh. luckily I had reserves and what have you to handle it. And otherwise I would have been, um, I would just would have been right. out of luck. Yeah. That's true. So yeah, with that being said, I, I know we're about four minutes away from closing time, but Hey, Tim, thanks for getting on. I mean, you know, I know you have a wealth of knowledge. I know you have, you also run another, another group. So uh, yeah. you definitely have influence uh, there. Uh, I, I think you're yeah. more local to Rockford, right? Yes. I, yes. I've okay. been investing in Rockford. It is a great place to invest. Yeah. So it's an interesting market, but anyway, um, yeah, thanks for joining in. And, and we, you know, obviously for those listening on our podcast channel, or if you're, you know, seeing this on a, as a clip from YouTube, uh, we definitely want to have you come on the show if you have any landlord problems. And, and the whole reason why I'm doing this, because it's an uncertain time as, as human being, we need clarity, we need certainty. And sometimes th that could come from a form of a third party person <laughs> that sees a different perspective from you and, and may have a little bit more knowledge. Uh, I don't claim to have all the knowledge in the world. In fact, Tim here probably has more than I do in terms of technical knowledge. Um, but I can give you a lot of insight from, from more of a business perspective, um, giving you a different third party. And that's all you need sometimes, right? When you're in a ditch, you don't know where, how, how to leave that ditch, right? Sometimes you just need an eye, another eye, a pair of eyes to help you guide you out of the ditch. So with that yeah. being said, well, we're I got to just yeah. say, I want to add on to that. It, you know, a lot of people think you have to have someone give you this massive oh, like, yeah. thing, but it could be a two to 5% 
turn that can get you out of that ditch. It could be oh, that yeah. one or two pieces of knowledge that is like, oh, wow. Yeah, it's always, a, it's always that linchpin, the small item that makes the whole thing make work. So I'll give you an example. I'm, a, I'm an avid firearm owner. <laughs> I, love, I love firearms. I'll, I'll admit that, being in the military. If you look at any firearm, or especially in a long gun, the firing pin, while it's one of the more smaller parts in the gun, is the most important part. Because without it, it won't shoot. The ammo won't discharge. But yeah, with that being said, guys, I really want, hope you guys, hope to see you guys on a show. Uh, we, we're going to do this every day. Whether we have a problem or not, I, I'll, I'll keep you guys updated as to what the economy is doing. Uh, I do a morning update on our YouTube channel, which we do more of a stimulus update. But I want to do more of an update for you guys, landlords watching this. Because I love you guys. I, I love landlords. Um, I think we need better quality housing. We need good investors out there doing the right thing. And we need the landlords to do that. So uh, I want to empower you guys so that you guys can go out there and be, be the good landlords and uh, make a positive difference in our community. So with that being said, you guys can listen to this on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Uh, we're on YouTube and you guys know we're on, on Facebook as well. So I'd uh, love to see you guys. And until tomorrow, I'll see you guys in another episode. Hey, everybody. This is Sam Kwok here once again. I hope you enjoyed the episode of the Landlording Automated Podcast. Now, if you can automate all the same old repetitive tasks in your property management, how much time do you think you can save? Well, my team is launching a software called Flowmatics that can do just that. We want you to stop spending your precious time, energy, and stress and simply live your life. And that's what the software can ultimately do. So just head over to automatemyproperties.com and check out how Flowmatics can save you money, time, and energy by automating your properties. Again, that's automatemyproperties.com. Go and check it out and start living your life without the stress and waste of energy.